0: Hello, my friends. Um, This is a new piece called Riding the Waves of Doing and Being. And it's under the category of my practice, which is just pieces that I write that are kind of based on updates of my life and then how I'm practicing. And I've been feeling that I wanna kind of do a little bit more of like a podcast format here and we'll see what happens today. Um, not super long. I like these little bite-sized lengths and I'll always read the piece first. I'll do a little intro and I'll read the piece. And then I might talk a little bit more kind of depending on if I have time or if I'm feeling it. Um, but if you just want to like listen to the piece that I've written, then I'll be doing that at the beginning and reading that out loud, like I've been doing. And then I might add a few more things at the end, just thoughts or updates or whatever. So, um, so this could be like more of kind of a podcast format where I am actually talking a little bit more. I just realized my microphone was kind of far away. Um, so this is called riding the waves of doing and being, and it's my practice. I had a really full week last week. My six-month group container fed began and is now fully underway. Our first group coaching call and our first embodiment ceremony are already done. I took on one more one-to-one client with a 12-month committed journey with me. These alchemical journeys really require a deep commitment on my part as the holder and on the part of the one who says yes to being held. I taught a webinar on making basic nutritional changes for Perry Chase and Angel Grant's hearth container. Then in my personal life, there was a lot of socializing, the yearly bocce ball tournament, a friend came to stay with us for four days, a dinner party, Maya transitioning to a new phase, Alma skipping naps and roaming around the house in the middle of the night. Um, I also had three profound healing sessions with Angel Grant, Ray Dwyer, and Dr. Danielle Jacobson. And these all happened in the course of a couple of weeks. And there was a lot of internal shifting and making room for new ways of being and new levels of self-approval and gentleness. My life is so full of so much love and so much support. A week in my life can feel like a lifetime because I am mostly really here for it. I am really present, really conscious, centered in myself. But I was feeling the pressure starting to build with all the activity. There was not enough space. Everything started to feel a little squeezed, and yesterday I felt the very familiar feeling of too full. It feels like my insides are like a pot starting to boil over. There's a low-level agitation around everything. Everything feels crunchy and tight, like I'm wearing pants that are too tight. And this is when I could get extra snappy with my kids. I caught myself wanting to pick a fight with my husband in bed last night. I didn't. I told him, I feel so full. I feel like I want to start a fight with you, but I'm not going to. Orienting toward connection and giving up my game with him is my forever practice, and it can be ugly and messy. I found my mind wanting to spin into stories of resentment and blame around all sorts of things. The old way I would have handled this is to push through it to add more on and in, to try to busy myself away from the uncomfortable sensation of pressure. There used to be a self-flagellating quality to it. Buck up, you little bitch. Your needs aren't important. Just keep giving and doing, and eventually someone will come save you. But now I saved myself. I am gentle with myself. I forgive myself. I make space. Instead of picking the fight, I let the sensation I was avoiding open Tears came. I cuddled into my husband and regulated my breath with his. Instead of letting my little ones lead, my wise adult woman comes in and says, yes, you want to keep moving. That makes sense, but we're going to slow down now. We're going to take some space. We're not going to keep pushing here. I took the day today and gave myself all the space to feel what was there. I walked aimlessly for an hour. I fed myself well. I went to yoga and just laid on the mat, breathing the whole hour and didn't do a single pose. I got a massage with a sauna and a cold plunge. But the things I did aren't actually that important. I'm grateful I have the resources to give myself this level of self-care, of course. But what really made the difference is that I truly let myself have the space. If my mind started guilt tripping me or pulling me into the story, I just made space for that too. Like I just expanded around it. I'm reminded of yin and yang here. Yang energy is hot and masculine and doing oriented. Yin energy is cool and feminine and being oriented. When we get in a yang phase, there's a lot of momentum and we just want to add more and more of it. We keep putting logs on the fire to keep it going. But what we really need is yin to balance it out. It's like the the yin yang symbol right they're even with a little bit of yin in one a little bit of yang in the other um and only the wise adult woman can sense this need for balance so she needs to be the one who comes in and corrects she comes in and says let's cool down here let's orient towards being let's balance out all this doing activity with some wide open space And it just doesn't even take that much. Just a four or so hours of alone time and space gave me exactly what I needed to feel full with my family again. I came home and felt really good and spacious. It's not about always feeling good and spacious, though. It's about learning to ride the waves. It's about learning to go up and then come down and be in approval of it all. And that's the end of this piece of riding the waves of doing and being. This piece was uh, a lot of an update, you know, it feels like a very much of an update of my life and where I'm at and what's been going on this week and last week and, um, and that feels really good to kind of just share with you guys, like this is all, these are all the things that are actually happening in my life right now. It's very like busy. There's a lot of activity, right? And like I talked about in the piece, there's this way that when, there's a lot of activity and there's a lot of heat generated in that way that it's almost like we we don't want to stop, right? There's like a way that it kind of the momentum takes over and starts to just move us. And I was also reminded of the concept of like dysbiosis, so in our guts, right? We have a gut microbiome. We have a microbiome all over all of us. We have a microbiome of our, on our skin. We have a mouth microbiome. We have a vaginal microbiome. We have um, a hair and scalp microbiome. But we generally hear about the microbiome being used when we're talking about the gut, the gut bacteria, right? And so all of our microbiomes are kept in a delicate balance right there's bacteria that are good for us and and like kind of feed our our they're just there's good bacteria and there's bad bacteria right and they're in a very delicate balance and so when our good bacteria for whatever reason start dying off then the bad bacteria can start to kind of um take over but the thing about the biome is that we actually need the bad bacteria. It's almost like there's not really good or bad bacteria, right? We can't really delineate which is which because they're both needed. We actually need this constant kind of um, back and forth balance. And again, bringing in that yin and yang concept, it's like we need yin and we need yang. We need both. We don't need one or the other. Um, And so... But what happens is that when there's a lot of yang, there's like this momentum that starts to build. And it's kind of like if our microbiome were to start to get out of balance and the quote unquote bad bacteria started overproducing and then they just start blowing up, right? And so this is how I've been starting to conceive of like this overdoing Thing that I get into so often. I really have this is the spot where I really need to watch my patterns because I'll get into a period of high activity and I will have to like get to a point of burnout um, until I actually like rest and 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 give myself some of that space. And so what I was writing about in this piece is really a new, like it was, I handled it in a new way because I started to see it in this kind of, uh, it's like a more observation. Like I was observing myself feeling all of this, um, this yang energy. And I just, my wise adult woman came in and was like, you know what? It's time to cool it. It's time to slow down a little bit. Um, and in the past that like, I didn't have that much awareness, right? Like it would be, I would be all the way out and like burnt out until I would be like, oh yeah, I committed to to too much. I did too much that last few weeks or that last month I was, um, know i was stretching myself too thin for too long whereas this it was like i kind of stopped it in its tracks and i stopped it before i was like at full burnout i felt myself getting full feeling like that agitation building where there's just no space to hold anything else and i think as mothers this is really really common like there's different levels of fullness right i can get like super full with my kids in just like 4 hours. If it's just me with them and they're, you know, there's a lot of tantrums and and whininess and like neediness, right? And I'm just saying that cuz that's what it feels like. Of course I know that, you know, babies need things and that's okay. But when I when I start to get in that space of like being really activated by all the neediness and feeling like there's no space for myself, you know, that can happen within a short amount of time. But then on a bigger level, how is that happening in my life, you know? And that's what I kind of, I'm, I'm really good at seeing that in the shorter amounts of time with my kids and like getting the help that I need and the support that I need. Um, but I wasn't as, I'm not as good as seeing how it's happening on this bigger scale over the course of my life. And I feel, I just feel really proud of myself for catching it this time. It feels like a new, level, like a new awareness, a new level of consciousness of what's going on in my life to have been, to have caught this so soon, to really have felt like the edges of myself being stretched. And then to say, you know what, we're not going to continue doing. I'm not going to keep putting logs on the fire. I'm going to slow down. I'm going to choose for this afternoon to lay on my yoga mat and do nothing and just breathe. I'm going to book this massage for myself. I'm going to walk aimlessly in the park and just have nothing to do and let myself kind of cool off is really what it felt like. It was like there was a lot of heat and I was letting myself cool off. So um, I just kind of wanted to share that that kind of elaboration on this piece and and update in the sense of, you know, this is August, kind of like mid and end of August. And so there's, it's kind of, we're getting to that. It's also really perfect. I'm just realizing like, like seasonally, right. It's like the end of the summer and it's like the heat is rising. There's especially if you live in a place like I do in Montana where our summers are so precious and it gets so cold, people really try and kind of like suck all the life out of the summer, right? It's like, you've got to get that last camping trip in. We've got to like stay outside. You know, school is starting for a lot of people. That's a whole nother, like, that's a lot of yang, right? The switching of the, of the, um, the routines and, and just adding more to the days, right? And so it makes sense on this greater level that there's this abundance of yang, when really, we're kind of going into the fall, which is where it becomes more yin, right? There's more coolness in the air, like winter, dead of winter is the most yin season, right? And so um, these are just concepts that really help me kind of translate what I'm experiencing, right? And I'm hoping that I'm sharing it for my own digestion, of course, but also that maybe it's something that can open your mind up a little bit to something that you're experiencing or some pattern that you play out. Um, And, you know, to go to the name of this piece, which is riding the waves of doing and being, I think what's landing for me really deeply in this is that, you know, mastery of energetics, which is really what my practice is, is to like constantly be feeling into the energetics of things and the things that are underneath the surface and the things like really listening to my body and what's going on with that and not so much the ideas and the stories in my mental energy but more of like what's happening on an energetic physical level and you know there's a way that our that our minds and our ideas want to think that we do this work, we have these practices, these spiritual practices, these self-awareness practices, the self-development practices, and that we're working towards some sort of, um, you know, pinnacle, some sort of ultimate top of a mountain. And then when we get there, we're going to be quote unquote happy. And that's a very mental idea. That's a very linear form of thinking, right? The idea that like we're getting to some pinnacle and then we'll have to stop doing the work or we'll stop having problems or we'll stop suffering altogether, right? I mean, yeah, there's enlightenment, but like, I don't think I'm going to be enlightened in this lifetime. And I don't think most of you are either. And so it's really not about getting to this pinnacle or this plateau of sorts, but it's about recognizing that we are just riding these waves. Like we're going to go up and we're going to go down and then we're going to go up again. And then we're going to go down again. And there's a spiral motion to it for sure, right? Like we come around to the same spots and the same patterns with new perspectives each time and there's probably like some sort of ascension process right although i don't really like to use or descension kind of depending on how you look at it um but there's no like end goal right and so i think what really like landed in this experience that i wrote about this week is like there's never going to be times in my life like i'm never not going to have these busy weeks right I've never, there's always going to be kind of the cyclical nature of like, sometimes there's just more happening in a week than other weeks. And so there's, there's no reason to get tight and grippy around that. And there's no denying that. And so it's more like, how do I relate to this expansion of doing so that it doesn't take me out so that I'm not constantly you know, my teacher Perry calls it like the um, compression and collapse cycle. So it's like we compress ourselves to force ourselves to do something and then we collapse under the pressure. Instead, it's like, how do I stay open in all points of the cycle? Right? How do I stay open as I'm going up? How do I stay open as I'm going down? How do I stay open so that I can really feel what the truth is and like what's going on instead of getting super closed and tight and grippy and gripping on to what I think should happen. Like what if I'm in a down cycle and I'm starting to go down and I thought that I was going to reach some pinnacle, right? Then I'm going to grip onto that and I'm not going to really open and let myself just go down and like have the experience of like, the, the down and then like going, and even when we go back up, there's a lot of gripping sometimes too. Like if you have a super busy week and you start like getting super tight around your like timing and your calendar and, you know, and like making everything happen and trying to figure out how to fit everything in. And like, that's not, that's also not very open, right? That's also very grippy. And so, um, my point on this was is just that, like, why don't like w- like being a master really isn't about any destination. <laughs> it's about the journey, right? It's about it's about being open to being be. It's about being open to what's actually happening and where you are, and knowing that. You will be up and you will be down and it's all perfect, right? And there's, there's something for you in all of it. There's something for you in all of it. And can you take, can you take the stroke? Can you learn the lesson? Can you have what's there for you? Can you really have it? Really let it in all conditions, right? I've been listening to um, Dion Vimal. He's a master teacher and I've been listening to his 90 day. He's got like a free 90 day thing where he sends you an email each day. It's like a two minute video. And he asks, like he gives you different things to contemplate each day. And one of the contemplations was what is your question? You know, like, we all have a question kind of like the, the, the basic, but most basal question. And, you know, it could be like, why am I here? Um, What is life about? Right. There's like a, there's like some question that kind of drives you probably on some level, maybe not. I'm a seeker. I'm a one in human design. I'm a one three. And so I do have that tendency to really, really want to get to the bottom of things and really get to like the deep, the deepest truth. Um, so I do have that tendency. Um, but I've been thinking about that, like, what is my question? What is my question? And I'm pretty sure my question has something to do with freedom. And like, what will it take? What, how, do, how do I become free? Or what does it take to be free? something like that. And to me, freedom is um, the ability to be with what I think this is probably from Perry too, but it just rings so true. For me, freedom is the ability to be with whatever is happening, right? Like I know that I cannot control my external like i can't control other people i can't control what happens to me i'm not delusional enough to think that nothing bad is ever going to happen in my life ever again um and so it's like how can i be with it and like trust it and that that feels like freedom right to me control is the opposite of freedom actually that's a big one i'll say it again control is the opposite of freedom and so if I, if my deepest question is like, how can I be free, then it's like the opposite of control, I think is part of the answer, right? Like controlling things isn't going to help me be free at all. Freedom is really being able to be with whatever is arising. So you could be in prison and you could be free in that definition, right? Right. So riding the waves of doing and being is definitely part of freedom and definitely part of how you achieve freedom. So I feel like I took you way out there. If you're still listening, thank you. I would love to know what you think about this, if you enjoyed it, what questions you have, what landed. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to do these like little bit of longer episodes for a while and or whenever, whenever I feel like it, whenever I have the inspiration and the time, um, because I enjoy it and I hope you do, too. I will end with there are three ways to work with me right now for the Substack list. Um, first one is home body sessions. These are one hour with me guiding you into your body as your home. They're 222. And then um, I'm doing for just my Substack list, my very tight fam- familia here on Substack. Um, I'm doing nutritional deep dives. These are 90 minute um, sessions with me into your nutrition and your habits and your. Um, physical health as well as mental, emotional, spiritual, of course, but really diving and dialing into your physical nutrition um, health. And these are 444. They are 90 minutes of session, but then there's a lot of before and after kind of integration as well. So there's like forms you'd fill out beforehand that give me a snapshot of like your daily kind of diet and practices and, and rhythms of your day. And, um, and then there's an integration afterwards, in that I actually create like a plan for you to implement different things. And then with that, you have the option of adding on some follow ups. Um, if you want to. And then the third way to work with me right now is I have one more space for a one-to-one alchemical journey. This is 12 months with me. This is my most in-depth offering. And this is really great if you're in the midst of some some like really big life change. Like if you're getting a divorce or you're getting married or you're becoming a mother for the first or you know, second or third time, it's huge every single time. Um Or you're just feeling like you're at a crossroads of sorts. You're feeling like you need a big change in your life. So that's typically what these alchemical journeys, um, who signs up for them are people who are having like big sea changes happening in their life. Um, And uh, those are the three ways to work with me right now. Thank you so much for being here and for listening to this. I look forward to talking with you again soon. Okay, bye.